In this presentation, we will discuss the question of who can claim a dependent's expenses with relation to the American Opportunity Tax Credit. This information can be found in publication 970. Who can claim a dependent's expenses? So now we're thinking about a dependent, of course, dependent meaning there's someone on the taxpayer's tax return as a dependent. And the question then is who can claim the expenses, the expenses related to education expenses, and we'll move forward here back to the text. If there are qualified education expenses for your dependent during a tax year, either you or your dependent, but not both of you, can claim an American Opportunity Credit for the dependent's expenses for that year. So note here, we're saying either the dependent or the taxpayer. Now, normally, the taxpayer or the person tax return for which the dependent is on will be the one that will benefit most from the expenses. And that's usually where the biggest benefit will be. But it could be the situation that the dependent still filing a tax return could claim the credit as well. Back to the text. For you to claim the American Opportunity Credit for your dependent's expenses, you must also claim your dependent on your tax return. You do this by listing your dependent's name and other required information on Form 1040. Here is our test 1040. We have the simple single individual and we have the one dependent. This, of course, would be first and last name, social security number, and the status of the individual may not be uh, a qualified child here, but this is where the dependent would be listed. Back to the text. If you claim on your tax return a dependent who is an eligible student, then you can claim the American Opportunity Credit based on that dependent's expenses. The dependent clam can't claim the credit. So in other words, if they're on our return, if the dependent is on our return and we have expenses that qualify, then the taxpayer uh, for whom the dependent is on can then claim the American Opportunity Credit if they qualify. And that means that the dependent then, of course, cannot then file another tax return and claim the American Opportunity Credit on their tax return because they're being claimed as a dependent and the tax, uh, any related expenses would be to the, the person, the taxpayer that is claiming them as a dependent. Back to the text. If you don't claim on your tax return a dependent who is an eligible student, even if entitled to claim the dependent, then only the dependent can claim the American Opportunity Credit. You can't claim the credit based on this dependent's expenses. So in other words, if we think about the 1040, we have our practice 1040, we have this one dependent, probably not a qualified child here, don't worry about this item. The, the point is that if this person is on our return and they have education expenses, then we then, whatever the, the, those expenses are, and typically even if they're paid you know, out of the checking account of the dependent because they qualify as a dependent, we could still usually count those expenses as education uh, credit type expenses or credits that could count towards qualifications for the education credit. If, however, we do not include the dependent on our return, even if we could ha have, we choose not to. We say, oh, we're not going to include the dependent on our return for whatever reason. Then, of course, there would be negative tax consequences or possibly to the taxpayer uh, but there could be situations where that would be beneficial, then this dependent not being here anymore, not being a dependent on this return, would file their own tax return. And then if they, if they paid the expenses, could possibly qualify for the, for the credit on their tax return. That's not usually beneficial because most of the time the dependent, if they qualify as a dependent, 
uh, isn't going to, you're not going to get as great of a benefit from the dependent then filing their own tax return and taking the credit because their income's probably a lot lower. So it's usually beneficial to have the dependent on the parents or on the other tax return. Uh, and that's usually a better benefit, but those are the options. Back to the text. Expenses paid by a dependent. If you claim on your tax return an eligible student who is your dependent, treat any expenses paid or deemed paid by your dependent as if you paid them. Include these expenses when figuring the amount of the American Opportunity Credit. So note that even if the, if the dependent paid the expenses, if they're your dependent, then they're dependent on you and they qualify as a dependent and therefore you can actually uh, take those expenses as if they were paid by the taxpayer and not by the dependent to qualify for the rules of the American Opportunity Tax Credit. Tip, qualified education expenses paid directly to an eligible educational institution for your dependent under a court-approved divorce decree are treated as paid by your dependent. So if there's a course order then that says that there's going to be payments going directly to the institution, then they're, they're typically treated as paid by the dependent. And then, of course, that makes it nice because then we can say that, well, whoever claims the dependent, then because they're on the return as a dependent, we could say the taxpayer that claims the dependent then is the one making the expense, the payments for the expenses and then could qualify. Back to the text. Expenses paid by you. If you claim a dependent who is an eligible student, only you can include any expenses you paid when figuring the amount of the American Opportunity Credit. If neither you nor uh, anyone else claims the dependent, only the dependent can include any expenses you paid when figuring the American Opportunity Credit. Expenses paid by others. Someone other than you or you, your spouse or dependent, such as a relative or former spouse, may make a payment directly to an eligible educational institution to pay for an, el for an eligible student's qualified education expenses. In this case, the student is treated as receiving the payment from the other person and in turn paying the institution. So this, this is one, a kind of a strange situation where you'd say, well, what happened here? I, it still seems like you should get the benefit, right? Because if, if we're saying that we had someone else, some other relative or some other person, paying directly to the institution the educational expenses but the dependents going to be claimed say on the parents return then you would say oh well you know those expenses someone should get that benefit to, for the educational expenses it can't be the other person that doesn't claim the dependent the only one that could claim them is the one that has the dependent on their return and so for the the uh, publication is basically saying here well we will treat that payment as if you didn't make it directly to the college but to the student the student then paid the college. That's how we're going we're gonna to think about the payment. And because the student is the dependent of the taxpayer, then the taxpayer, whoever has the, the, the dependent on the return, as we saw before, can, can basically say that the it act as if they made the payment and therefore they can take those expenses. So back to the text. If you claim the student as a dependent on your tax return, you are considered to have paid those expenses. Example. In 2018, Ms. Allen makes a payment directly to an eligible educational institution for her grandson Todd's qualified education expenses. So note grandson, so not son, not on grandma's return. Grandma's not putting the son Todd on the return. It's going to be on the parent's return, but grandma made the payment directly to the institution back to the text. For purposes of claiming the American Opportunity Credit, Todd is treated as receiving the money from 
the, his grandmother and in turn paying his qualified education expenses himself. So we're treated as if the payment went from grandma to Todd, who then paid the expenses. Grandma didn't do that in real life because, of course, she'd rather not uh, trust Todd to actually make the She made the payment directly to the college. <laughs> but if we're good for tax purposes, you treat it as if it went through Todd, who then made the payment. And in that way, then, of course, it, 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 whoever qualifies, whoever claims Todd as the dependent, the parents most likely, would then be able to treat it as if they made the payment. Back to the text. Unless Todd is claimed as a dependent on someone else's 2018 return, only Todd can claim the dependent to claim the American Opportunity Credit. So if Todd doesn't, isn't claimed by anybody else, then Todd could, of course, claim the American Opportunity Credit because the money is assumed to have gone to Todd first and then to the institution. Back to the text. If anyone, such as Todd's parents, claim Todd on his or her 2018 tax return, whoever claims him may be able to use the expenses to claim an American Opportunity Credit. If anyone else claims Todd, Todd can't claim an American Opportunity Credit. So if, if Todd is then a dependent on his mother or father or both joint return, then they're the ones that get to claim the credit that was made, the payments for the payments possibly by grandma. And of course, Todd then can't uh, file another return and claim those expenses towards the credit because uh, Todd would then be a dependent claimed by the parent or parents. Back to the text. Tuition reduction. When an eligible educational institution provides a reduction in tuition to an employee of the institution or spouse or dependent child of an employee, the amount of the reduction may or may not be taxable. If it is taxable, the employee is, as, is treated as receiving a payment of that amount and, in turn, paying it to the educational institution on behalf of the student. For more information on tuition reductions, see Qualified Tuition Reduction Chapter 1.